Hi everyone. All of us have used at some point or the other in our life a pair of compasses. I'm sure you all have used as students you may be using it quite often. If you look at a compass, a pair of compasses, you find it has got a sharp needle arm and a pencil hold. When you are trying to draw a circle, it's very important that the sharper arm remains fixed. If it doesn't remain fixed, tell me what would happen. You won't be able to make a perfect, well-shaped circle. The circle that you draw will be distorted. Our mind is like this. As students, many of you would have faced issues with concentration. I have seen lots of students telling me, Sir, I have a lot of problem in concentrating when I study. There are certain, um, there are certain things that disturb me. Look at the word concentration. It's very interesting, okay, what I'm going to tell you. Concentration. What is the most important root word in it? Concentration. It is center. The energy center of our mind. If you don't remain in that center of your mind, just like the fixed arm of a compass, anything that you do with life, it would be distorted. So, to bring your mind from the peripheries of distractions to the center and keep it fixed, that is called concentration. When your energies are brought, harmonized to the center. Have you heard of a word called confluence? The joining of rivers or waters is called confluence. If you don't do this, you can never achieve concentration. And concentration is a very important byproduct of mental discipline. I will give you one more example. Look at a traffic junction. You find vehicles from all sides 
honking and fighting for priority. Everything is fine as long as there is a traffic police or there is traffic signal. The signal or the person would regulate the movement of traffic. Imagine your mind to be like a traffic junction. Which are the vehicles? Thoughts are the vehicles coming from all sides and disturbing you. Suppose concentration is not there. You are not able to regulate these traffic of thoughts. So it will be a junction without a traffic police. It would be a junction without a traffic signal. There would be a chaos of thoughts. Only if you are able to bring your energies together to the center, you find what is your actual inner power. That is the time you find the value of silence, the value of inner discipline. Before you study this poem, which I'm going to talk about by Pablo Neruda, titled Keeping quiet. I would request all of you spare some time and sit quiet. Analyze what's happening in your mind. Imagine you're sitting on the bank of a river and watching the current in the river. Can you look at your mind like that? It would be very difficult initially. But if you can master this by practice, dear children, you will discover infinite potentials within you. Is the heartfelt plea of the poet to all of us to keep quiet for some time, introspect, do self-analysis and then continue with our activities of life. I'm not going into the political context of the poem. When you study this poem, for convenience, Put this poem into three parts. Part one. What does the poet want us to do? What is that? He wants us to keep quiet, not move so much our arms, etc. He gives a list of things. Part two is a result of this. 
that is the result of keeping quiet that is part 2 part 3 what is activity and what is the meaning of life so the poem starts from simple instructions and goes into higher and deeper philosophy part 1 he says let us all stop speaking in language maybe we will discover unity if you have heard about the tower of babel the story of the tower of babel how different languages how different languages were used to separate people to stop them from doing something foolish so if you drop all these languages you are once again back you discover unity so he's asking us let's not do certain things part 2 he says what will we achieve by keeping quiet there won't be any war there won't be bloodshed violence people would be able to introspect see the word introspect spect spectacle spectator perspective they all talk about seeing something introspect we always look at the outside world turn your attention inward introspect look within how beautiful there won't be any enemy there won't be any bloodshed because who do you want to kill there is no enemy there is no war what a beautiful world it would be third part of the poem the poet says the whole world is active people are running from pillar to post doing things constantly engaged in activity and they think that to be active is to be alive now he wants to make a clarification in the beginning of part 3 maybe the poet feels that his words may be misunderstood he says i am not asking you to be physically inactive if you are writing an examination drop the pen and stop writing no he doesn't mean that he's not asking the pilot after taking off the flights just stop all the things 
No, it's not saying that. He's saying, look at your thoughts. Take a break from this constant engagement in activities. Thinking itself is an activity. If you want to see a better world, a peaceful world, it's very important that you start from here. There is a famous philosopher who said that there is only one way out. There is only one way out. And that is the way in. So what does it mean to be inactive according to the poet? He is telling, let us take a qualitative break from the grind of mechanical activities. Understand the purpose of what we are doing. And then continue with the activities. You will find a remarkable qualitative change in your life and your activities. Unfortunately, that's not happening. And that's why this poem. He says, if we could stop all these thoughts and understand what we are doing, maybe we will be a little more sensitive towards life. Towards the end of the poem, he says, you don't need to follow my message if you don't want to obey what I am saying. Okay, but look at nature. Look at the earth. It is teaching you the same thing. Day comes, there is activity, noise, movement, everything. Then comes night and there is total passivity. Do you think the earth is dead in the night? No. Again morning comes, life is back. He's asking, leave me, at least look at nature. Can't you learn this simple lesson from nature? And you can make life beautiful. Swami Vivekananda's Guru, Sri Ramakrishna Paramahamsa, used to say, if you want to change the world, first realize who you are. And he gave an excellent example from life around. He said, jackfruit, when you cut a jackfruit, if you are not wise, you would cut the jackfruit and you would make a mess of the whole thing because the milky sap of it would be stuck all over your fingers. You will do the same thing with the world if you don't know who you are and you want to change the world. 
will make a mess of it. So what is the solution? Apply oil on your hands and then cut the jackfruit. You will do your work more smooth. That is how a wise man interferes with the world. What a brilliant comparison. So it's very important that all of you discover the silence within you, gain more concentration, be always aligned with your energy. All the best.